There comes a point in our lives when we strive to define our true meaning and purpose. Many of us move through our existence day after day, living through the same cycles and patterns that leave us feeling unfulfilled and searching for more. For those of us seeking a way to transform life, to capture fulfillment in every moment, to redefine how we perceive the truths of our reality so we can live this life to its fullest, this is the Live This Life Podcast. And I'm your host, Heath Cummings. I'm here to inspire you to ask yourself the question every day. Are you living? Are you killing time? What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode. Today, we are actually going to finish... The third book in the series that we've been reading called The Secrets of the Universe. It's been a minute since we read that book, and I know I said on that episode when we read the first half of book three that we were going to read this one in short turnaround and not wait so long. And I'm just wrapping up season two here, gearing up for season three, and I'm realizing, oh my goodness, I completely forgot to finish the other section of that book. So here we are today. We're going to wrap up book number three, Key to Manifest, and read the second half of it. And we actually left off at a really good spot. I actually re-listened to episode number 77. That was where we read the first half of book three. If you haven't heard that one, go check it out. Um, definitely going to say uh, I've been sharpening my skills and in, in doing podcasting and everything else. So I definitely apologize for how broken some of the readings have been. They this book is a little bit different. It's um, it's definitely a different cadence to what I was used to when I was reading Power of Now, which Eckhart Tolle was extremely difficult to read as well. Um, but different books have different flows. And when you're reading it out loud, trying to say everything that's in the book, you get a little tongue tied. So I apologize. I got a little bit frustrated with myself listening to sometimes how tongue tied I got. Hopefully I'm better this time around, a little more polished and doing all of this kind of stuff. So anyways, practice makes perfect, right? Um, which reminds me, I had a really cool announcement to make over the last couple of weeks. I had Amazon Music reach out to me and wanted to take the podcast onto their platform, which was huge. Uh, currently, we are on a bunch of different platforms. Some of the biggest ones, uh, Apple Podcasts, obviously, is one of the biggest. Uh, but then Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Anchor, Overcast, Breaker, and Radio Public, to name most of them. And to be on Amazon, that's just another level. Really, you've you've got to sort of put yourself out there to them and have them accept you. And uh, I got an invite from them to submit our show. And next thing I know, we're on there. And so uh, a huge honor, great little development. Definitely was a boost for me in the last few weeks. Um, so now if you've got an Alexa device, you can say, hey, Alexa, play Live This Life podcast. And there it is. Uh, well, you probably click it already already could have done that um, through Spotify or whatever, but now it'll play through Amazon Music. So um, really excited to have that opportunity. But wherever you're listening to the podcast on, please go on that platform and give a rating and a review. Those review comments are ones that people will read. So when they come across the podcast, they'll read what you wrote. And if there's enough of, uh, of a 
good following on there and people say enough good things, it brings in more listeners. So if you were so kind to go out there and do that for us, it would be greatly appreciated. Anything that can help spread the word, get the word out there about the show, family and friends, just telling people about it, sharing social media links, all that great stuff. But the support over the last nearly two years, it'll be two years in late September of 2021, um, but the support that everyone who's listening has given has just fueled my fire for this and kept the wind in my sails to keep it going. So I'm eternally grateful to you all. Thank you so much. And any comments that we get, I will be sure to read them on the show. Where we left off, though, in that last episode, get tongue-tied already, where we left off in that episode, uh, number 77, we were talking about the keys to manifesting things in your life. Now, this book is maybe something that I definitely would have considered extremely woo-woo in certain days, but knowing what I know now about some of the people who have used a lot of these techniques, some brilliant, amazing minds that have used the things that are in these three books that we brought onto the show, the keys and the steps and the different rituals and the different types of things that these people use to completely put the brakes on how their life was going and bring amazing things into their life as a direct result. It definitely works. And I haven't been very consistent even on a day-to-day basis doing a lot of this stuff, talking about it in a lot of different clubhouse rooms and and shows and, and podcasts I've been on and people who come on here, it's still not something that I've worked on a lot. But in doing a lot of my journaling processes through some of this journey, I can see that when I've been consistent and I've allowed time for this stuff, life tends to have an upward trend. I talked about that recently of the Ken Show and Satori, where Ken Show is the really difficult parts of our lives where we learn through that downward dip like you'd have in a stock market crash. And Satori is when we learn through growth and expansion in those upward trends. Well, I have a lot more of those Satori moments when I'm aligned and I'm doing a lot of these things. I'm deep into my meditations. I'm using a lot of these different sound frequencies and a lot of the other stuff that we talked about in this season. Uh, my good friend Ben Carroll was on here a couple of times. and He's probably going to be coming back on. He's been on tour uh, with his band Raw um, recently. So I know he's got another little leg of the tour coming up, but we'd like to get him on here every couple of months. Every conversation with him is amazing. He is just a master of what sound frequencies do. He's a sound healer aside from the amazing stuff that he does with his band. And really, his sound healing stuff has put him on a, a I think even in bigger scale, and I thought he was on a big scale before, he knows this stuff inside and out and knows how these frequencies work. And that's actually where we left off was on the frequencies, where we left off in that last chapter. Um, Just to talk about some of the frequencies real quick, just to kind of recap, some of the key ones they mentioned in this, and I've got these actually written down in a journal when I was doing this. So 528 hertz was DNA healing. And you can find a lot of different sources for some of these different type of sounds and hertz. Um, I know that HemiSync does a lot of different things with brainwaves. I'm not sure if they actually do uh, things with specific hertz. But if you do research into these frequencies I'm about to tell you, I would try to steer clear from YouTube. Um, And I will definitely try and get more resources out there to everybody on the website as well on some good sources. I'm out there hunting and, and 
scratching around for some people who are reputable. But the stuff that goes on YouTube, really, you don't know where it's coming from. You don't know who it's putting it on there, uh, who's putting it on there. So just be careful what you allow in, you know, whatever you eat, you, you, any, everything you consume physically, mentally, spiritually, everything, just be careful with that stuff. Um, 638 Hertz was for better connections with people. 741 Hertz was when you need a power up, when you need self-expression, when you're maybe working on something sort of artistic, that might be something that I would listen to before I get onto a show. So I'm flowing a little bit better. Um, 852 hertz was sort of a spiritual reconnection when you feel sort of lost spiritually. And then the last one they mentioned was 963 hertz, which was a connection to God, universe, source, consciousness. Um, so all those were amazing. All those things were were interesting tidbits of information that I've looked into a little bit. And now that I'm kind of refreshed on where we came from on that last chapter, I'm going to be picking up a lot more of these things. So to round out this chapter... We're going to be talking about just a couple of the rituals. Some of these things I've definitely never dove into, but if you've been listening, um, if you're a new listener, check out some of the things from this season. Uh, definitely the last conversation I had with Ben Carroll talked about a sound healing slash breathwork session that I did. And if you're new to some of this stuff, these things really are eye-opening. I'm a complete skeptic, and that breathwork session blew my mind, being stone sober being in this session and going through something that was almost like a hallucinogenic experience, there's a lot to be said about the things that people call woo-woo. And until you jump into it, you really don't know what these things are about. So I'm just prequilling what we're about to read with these rituals. And um, interesting to dive into these things, but where this is going to bring people's concepts of what this might do. It may sound a little foreign. It may sound a little weird. It may sound a little bit like, uh, you know, witchcraft type stuff. Be open-minded to all these different things. You don't exactly have to try them out, but these things have been around for thousands of years. And who knows? Who knows where some of these things can actually point you in a certain direction. So let's get it growing. Let's dive into the last half of book three of The Secrets of the Universe, this one's called The Key to Manifest. So this section is called Candle Rituals. The use of candles can be traced back to more than 5,000 years. Although little is known about their origin, we know they've been used not only to power our world, but to communicate with the universe our wants and desires. There's a natural energy that emits from a candle flame that attracts spiritual energy unseen with the use of artificial light. Fire has a magical intensity that feels unexplainable, which keeps us on guard knowing it is both a healer and destroyer. All cultures and religions regard fire as a source of energy. It is one of the fundamental building blocks of life, like other elements such as water and air. Candles are known to ignite our dreams and our intentions by creating a certain ambiance, and atmosphere depending on the energy we put into it. So much change in your life can be created by the simple lighting of a candle. Candlelight rituals are rather simple and easy once you've created your space and focused your mind on your intentions. You can light candles daily or nightly to create a desired effect in your manifestation. Before lighting your candle, you have to hold it in your hand. Focus with some breathing exercises 
and begin filling it with your intentions and prayers. Visualize your desires and picture them playing out in the candle's flame and light it. Lighting a candle provides calm and healing and attracts good spirits that work in favor of your desires. If you have new intentions or just old ones you now wish to rekindle, simply take a fresh candle, visualize, and say an affirmation and prayer of your request and light the candle. This can be a big or small candle depending on your availability. You can let a bigger candle burn all day or you can light a small candle for one alignment with your intentions to the universe. As you light your candle, remember to pour your gratitude, your desire, and your intention into the flame. This process feeds and fuels your attention, intention. Do this until your intention has been realized. Any type of wax candle can provide a calming effect and put your mind in a relaxed state, even if it's not lit with your intentions poured into it. If you do this repeatedly, it will, it will become a cue for your mind and your spirit to be calm, soothed, and at ease emotionally and physically. In this way, you'll be able to tap into your inner wisdom and op open up your mind to the new possibilities in life. You can also write things you wish to release from your life on a piece of paper that you can burn away on your candle. Much like the 417 hertz frequency, it will allow you to let go of a traumatic or just bad experience you've had a hard time of letting go of. You will release that energy from your life back into the universe to be recycled into something of worth to you and better. It is important to study the dance of the flame as you light your candle. Is the flame tall and straight? Does it poke around, moving back and forth? Does it wave, sputter, or struggle to burn? To answer these questions, reflect back on the struggles and positive outcomes pertaining to your intention. These flame characteristics are symbolic of the strength and clarity of your intention. Candle flame meanings lie in the way the flame burns. It becomes the transformative element to aid in manifesting your intent. Not all the candles burn with the same intensity and strength. A tall and strong flame bodes well for your manifestation. This intent is strong enough to push past obstacles and reach the height of your goals and intentions. A dancing flame, defined by Grove and Grotto, means that it is indicative of an intent that has the power to work, but not without its obstacles that you have to push through. A flickering flame is indicative of a strong and raw emotion that can lead to disagreements and arguments. This means that communication can become a problem as you move forward with your intent. As you analyze your flame, keep in mind your emotions toward the intent that you have set on the candle it will reflect that on the flame. Manifesting with a candle is as simple as lighting it, but you can enhance its power by using different colored candles depending on the intention you want to set. You can use the list we're providing to ignite your desires. A white candle is representative of purity, divinity, healing, peace, and light. This candle can be used to share your gratitude with the universe and set any type of general intention you may have in every aspect of your life. A black candle is representative of mystery, the universe, wisdom, and change. This candle can be used to connect your body and mind and create a better spiritual connection. 
A blue candle is representative of communication, healing, clarity, harmony, and serenity. This candle can be used with the 638 hertz, which was for better communications, to improve your ability to communicate with others in a poised and understanding manner. A green candle sets the tone for nature, prosperity, and abundance. This candle can be used to set financial intentions, such as an abundant bank account or business prospect. A purple candle represents awareness, higher power, sensitivity, and higher education. This one can be used to give you the strength to absorb knowledge like a sponge and perform better in matters of education. An orange one is centered around work, career, health, and nutrition, so it can be used to set intentions surrounding your work goals, such as a bump in salary or a promotional position. It can also be used to set health and fitness goals to give you the strength of mind to stick with your goals. Finally, pink is a candle for love, friendship, understanding, and forgiveness. So this will get you the strength to understand others' perspectives as well as manifest new friendships. The candle color listed next the candle colors listed next are associated with letting go of negative vibrations in different aspects of your life that may be impeding you from manifesting your desires. A red candle represents passion, romance, power, sexuality, anger, and lust. It can be used to either attract a certain romantic partner, remember free will, so be careful not to try to, quote, trap a person that may not be for you, even if it feels like they are or rekindle a flame with a spouse or girlfriend, boyfriend, but also to release feelings of anger. A yellow candle represents confusion, empathy, and renewal. This can be used to release any feelings of doubt to be replaced by brand new opportunities. A brown candle is used to manifest stability, finances, get rid of work problems, and letting go of them. A gray candle is used to let go of fear and bring about compromise and a neutral ground. These candles are used to easily practice the law of attraction to manifest your desires without drawing too much attention. Once your intentions have been set on the candle, it just needs to burn out and your intention is released into the universe. To start your candle ritual, determine your intention and what is motivating you to light the candle. Align yourself with your intention and what you are hoping to achieve. The main point to reach when you want to start manifesting easily is to really know your intention and be able to visualize. All the steps on the hows that are described in this book can be used together to strengthen your use of the law of attraction and have your intentions be reflected back to you. A candle is fun, beautiful, and easy to set, so use it to your advantage. The next section, Moon Rituals. The moon in our night sky is a bright and beautiful sight to see, especially when it is full. This object makes our planet livable through the mo moderation of our climate and the maintenance of our axis. Not only that, but it causes tides and creates a certain cadence that we as humans have followed for thousands of years. The moon is a powerful presence that has been revered across our globe. It even defines our farming calendars, fertility, celebrations, and events. In today's day and age, we tend to ignore our ancient and deep-rooted relationship with this celestial object. In this chapter, 
we emphasize the strength and power of the moon and the role it plays in manifesting your core desires. The moon ritual is a great way to reconnect to the rhythms we share with all life on earth. Knowing that the moon plays an important role in creating a rhythm in our planet, we can surely know that it is capable of connecting us and bringing us closer to the universe. Moon rituals have great power in realigning the flow of your energy as you seek to get closer to your dreams and release what is holding you back. There are two most popular moons for rituals, new moons and full moons. Whether you want to improve your health, your career, or your relationships, you can still use the eight phases of the moon to guide you into an intelligent and straightforward path to manifestation. It allows you to work with a natural force to clarify and strengthen your purpose in life until it realizes itself. As you commit to learning to manifest along with the moon, you will gain synchronicity with your natural habitat and the environment. One way to connect with the moon and start harnessing its energy is with a ritual on a new moon. This occurs when the sun and the moon come into alignment and the energy of the sun merges with the essence of the moon. The new moon brings out the opportunity for creativity. In this phase, the moon appears dark, which is often represented as an image of fertility or rebirth. For about 15 nights, the moon gathers more light from the sun and becomes a crescent and then full to finally restart the cycle again. This represents its power of growth and potential and is a great time to plant intentions for your desires in life. This is an amazing opportunity to align with the moon's energy to help you grow. Take a page from the book of gardeners. They will plant seeds of leafy and short-rooted plants during a new moon and as the moon waxes. The tidal pull it creates draws up water to the top of soil, therefore nurturing the seed. Think of yourself as that seed and begin planting your intentions when the moon becomes fertile again. Manifesting during the new moon will open you up to create and see new opportunities to move forward in your life and leave whatever is holding you back behind. This will allow you to impact positive change in any area of your life you desire to move from. Before reaching the full moon, the moon goes through three phases, which is why it is important to set down the root of your intentions on the new moon. On the waxing crescent moon, you want to focus on the one thing that you would like to bring into existence. In order to set down those roots, you will use the visualization process, the affirmation process, and the candle ritual, scripting as well, depending on your preference, respectively. These processes will have to be performed at every one of the lunar cycles. When you get to the candle ritual, as you set your intention on the candle, make sure to point the candle towards the direction of the moon as though you are speaking directly to it. Speak for as long as you want and the candle and light the candle. If you're unable to be outside directly under the moon, near a window or just setting the intention indoors would work as the moon energy is present regardless of you seeing it. It is a beautiful and powerful sight, so if you're able to stand under it, do so. At this point, your intention is set and ready to sprout at the rhythm of the moon. The next cycle is referred to as the waxing quarter moon. This moon is best used to take a look at the challenges you currently face. It will guide you to make a decision about 
how you want to proceed with the situation and if that situation is beneficial and good for you. In this cycle, the sun and the moon square each other, meaning these two celestial bodies form a 90 degree angle. This symbolizes challenge and issues that have occurred since the new moon arose and it enables us to make adjustments and plan accordingly. The moon and the sun are great opposite teachers that work in perfect harmony. So you have to face adversity with a resolute mind, find ways to work around challenges and work productively to surpass those challenges. Next, we have a high energy moment with the waxing gibbous moon. This happens right before the full moon and offers you perspective. At its peak, you should feel as though things are finally aligning themselves for you to pursue your goal. This is the time to get that energy up and take grand action on behalf of your intention. At this point, you go after your goal with your heart and mind by staying positive and alert. The new moon and full moon are the two most important phases that yield the strongest results in manifestation. It is important not to skip these two. Full moons are known to be nourishing. During this time, the moon is its most luminous after receiving the light of the sun. When it is full, there is an undeniable gravitational pull on the earth that makes for a peak time of create, creative energy and intuitive breakthroughs. The full moon now reflects back to you everything that you've been working up towards during the previous waxing phases. You are ready to pull the weeds, meaning you'll be able to release the things that no longer serve you. As the full moon phase is here, Offer it the things you would like for it to take over the next 15 days before the new moon comes again. This is a time to reflect on your emotions and what the moon brings up inside of you. You should go outside at night and let the moon shine on you and let it nourish your core and soul. Then we start moving back toward the waning gibbous moon. Here it is essential to consider what you want to release. Take advantage of the different colored candles, if need be, to make sure your intention is strong and heard. During this phase, reflect what is blocking you from receiving your desired outcome and pay close attention to your emotions because they are a gateway to where your energy lies and is going. This is how you reflect on the leaks and roadblocks that hold you back from realizing your dream. You have to be able to embrace those feelings and let them go with ease and trust. When the moon begins to wane, we are at the waning quarter moon. This is where the light of the moon starts to dim. And this is a call for you to look inside yourself and work on yourself to seek heart-driven answers. This is your opportunity to be selfish. Use this opportunity to become profoundly committed to yourself, your happiness, and your goals. Finally, before the cycle begins again, the waning crescent moon. In this final phase, it is your path to reflect back on everything you brought about throughout the lunar cycle. Remember what you've learned, what's happened, how you felt, and what did not work. After these revisions, you can make your individual adjustments and ameliorate yourself as the new moon comes back again. Throughout this process, do not forget to have fun, dance, or sing it out. The next section. Look for the signs. When you begin focusing and working towards the manifestation process, you will notice some signs that this concept is taking effect. The signs could start small, but as you are more acquainted and comfortable with the process, 
they will get louder and louder to the point they cannot be ignored or seen as coincidence. Dr. Srini Pillay, a Harvard psychiatrist, supported through brain imaging that people and their thoughts are made from, quote, pure energy. We maintain that energy can be read and translated back to us by the universe. It's up to us to transmit an energy that is positive and in alignment in our intended desires. Here we point out some general phenomenon you will encounter and experience as you're working through the manifestation process. Remember, we said this concept is adaptable to gravity and that like attracts like. Well, the first thing you'll notice is the visual prevalence of your intended desire, such as the car of your dreams. You will start seeing that car everywhere, including in television and random ads. This is an excellent indicator that your intentions are beginning to manifest themselves and getting closer to you. This includes variably such as color choices and size and to really narrow down the specifics of what you want. Happiness. Suddenly you will start to feel happier than normal and feel more, con- feel more content and connected. There will be no underlying cause or situation that will make you feel this way. You just do. This is not a time to start getting focused on other intentions because you start seeing these signs. This is an indication for you to remain focused on that intent until it comes to pass before you can move on to the next one. If you start losing focus on that desire, the universe will read it as though you do not want it much anymore and will start moving away. It'll start moving away from you. If you see the signs disappear, It means you need to take the time to refocus on your desire to attract it closer to you again. Numbers. You'll begin seeing attention-grabbing sequences of numbers such as 111, which is translated to, quote, the law of attraction is working for you. It is known as an angel number. You'll start seeing this in watches and clocks and when you randomly check time. You could even find that your change appears as $11.10 or $10.11 or any series of 111. This is also where the excitement kicks in. As the law of attraction is working for you, your neurons begin to react. You will feel anticipatory feelings and your neurons will literally light up under scans as it's working for you. You will start sleeping deeper and you will feel in sync. All the positive feelings associated with successful manifestation will become prevalent, such as relaxed mood, calm, peacefulness, feelings we practice for in order to visualize better. Finally, you will notice that people and items that are perfect for your intent will start crashing in your face. You will start finding people and resources that would allow you to move closer towards your goals until you reach them. The final section of the series, a little extra. Smells allow you to tap into your heart, which creates a better connection to your mind. These can make you feel happy, soothing, calm, and peaceful and relaxed. Not only do they change your mood and perspective, but it also affects people around you by giving them the same feelings brought about by the smell in reference to you. It raises your vibrational energy in the eyes of others as well as yourself and your home. Hasn't it happened to you that you feel more comfortable and happier around someone when they smell a certain way? 
Perfumes are a great business in our world because they affect other people positively with the right type of smell depending on how you want to be perceived. Aligned with all the manifestation rituals, you have all the tools that would allow you to manifest your dreams faster than you think. Enjoy this unique opportunity to learn and apply the manifestation process to your everyday life. Final words. You are now ready to use the law of attraction to manifest as well as recognizing the signs around you that it's working. We have to keep looking and listening to be able to reach out and touch our intended desires as we feel happy, excited, rested, and at peace. Every second is an opportunity to change your life because you can now change how you feel at any given moment. Do not let your interactions with the world define how you feel. Be in charge of your feelings, the situations, and the people around you. Enjoy a new path into the brand new life you are about to walk into. And that, folks, wraps up the series. And this chapter, definitely a different one. So me personally, I'm not someone who's particularly into astrology much. Um, you know, I get a little bit of entertainment value out of things like, you know, different astrological signs, you know, Virgo, Cancer, all that stuff. And I've never really been into moon cycles. You know, I've kind of known that like a new moon is sort of like a new beginning and, you know, a full moon has its certain effects. I mean, there's, there's studies that show that the, you know, full moon has peaks and different activities and stuff like that. And, and, you know, people acting kind of crazy. And it's something that's been sort of myth and folklore for, for, you know, thousands of years. All that aside, take what this chapter has said regarding the different things that you would do to sort of take stake in your life. Do it with the moon cycles or not. You know, throw the moon cycles out of it. But go back to some of the sections where I was talking in the moon cycles about different things that you can do through the course of the month where you're sort of setting your goals on the new moon. You're getting ready to do certain things. You know, you're visualizing something that you want to bring about. And this could be a cycle that starts over and over again. You're taking stake. You're figuring out where you are. You're figuring out where you want to go. And then all along the way, you're making these small pit stops to check the map. And whether you use the, you know, the energies of the moon or not, if you use these cycles to do these certain pit, certain pit stops and check-ins, you're sort of doing something that's putting you on a schedule to constantly check in with yourself, see what sort of progress you're making, see you know, where you're supposed to be at, you know, high energy moments right before, you know, uh, what was it? A waxing gibbous moon. That one particularly had you looking at aligning yourself to pursue your goal and take stake of your intentions and go after your goals with everything that you've got and staying positive and alert toward the signs that are bringing you in that direction. Those sort of waypoints, those check-ins, whether you're doing it in this astrological, you know, celestial sort of way, either way, if you're following that all throughout a month cycle and you're constantly checking back in with yourself, that's going to do nothing but benefit you and keep you on track and keep your mind focused on where it is you want to go. And I've said time and time again, the momentum that you can build is one of the most important things because the momentum snowballs on itself. 
you start aligning with that energy and you become a gravitational force yourself. So if you're following this recipe, you're constantly checking in, you know, write down the goals out of this chapter, replay those sections when we're talking about the moon cycles and take those goals and check-ins and your focus is always going to be on your goal. So if that's where your vibration is, is that if that's where your focus is aligned, things are going to start coming up in your life. You're going to be paying more attention to where you're going. You're going to be constantly checking the map and looking at the road in front of you because you have a destination that you're constantly focused on. So whether you go down the woo-woo path and you look at all this stuff and you're totally into all of it, or you're more of just wanting to be a high achiever and do some of these things that are going to help bring something into your life. This is a fantastic recipe. And I'm definitely myself going to use this as sort of a natural calendar, a natural schedule to build it in. As far as the candle rituals and everything else, I mean, all of those things are fantastic. And there's scientific evidence behind all that. You know, there's certain frequencies behind different colors. Um, that's established. You know, different colors have different hertz frequencies to them. We have an electromagnetic scale that in our visual world, we see a small, tiny little, little sliver of, well, the things that lie between infrared and ultraviolet, every one of those colors has a Hertz. So if those are a vibrational energy, just the colors, then it goes along with a lot of the other stuff we were talking about, about how the smallest portions of the universe are also vibrational in nature. And the smallest particles of the universe emerge from that vibratory field. So all of it is connected. It may seem woo-woo, but that's often what we've given an explanation to, the things we don't understand. Technologies that have shown up to primitive people have just been called magic. So when we look at some of these things and we don't quite understand them, is it because it's woo-woo and magic or is it just something we don't understand for something that might actually be there? Having an open mind to all of it is a huge thing. Unless you know definitively and you're not just shooting it down, you know definitively this stuff is you know, nothing to it, then that's the path that you're believing. Me, I'm open to anything. I'm open to anything that's gonna make my life better. I'm open to anything that's going to bring about the, the desires and the good parts of life that I wanna welcome in. So why not give some of these things a little bit of attention in your life, especially when it comes to setting and aligning yourself on your goals on a constant basis. So really this series has been an amazing one. It's been invaluable. It's been a lot of great information, a lot of very condensed stuff. And I'm so grateful to Golden Flower Books for allowing us to read this. Uh, a huge thanks to Flora and Estelle Pamboro, the authors of the book. And it's been a, an invaluable addition to the show. And if you're interested in getting your hands on a copy of these books, head on over to thegoldenflower.org to order the single book or the entire series. If you buy the entire series at the checkout, enter the coupon code LIVETHISLIFE, all one word, and you will get 15% off of that entire bundle. So I want to thank you all for tuning in to learn the secrets of the universe with us throughout this entire series. And I hope some of these concepts have opened up your eyes to a few things, maybe put a few things in practice, any portion of this, but any steps that you will take to focus in on your life, check in with yourself, check in with your goals, and really connect at a deeper level and push the outside world and all that influence that bombards us at all times to really dig a little bit deeper within and learn yourself a lot more. When you learn to, to 
to know yourself and love yourself a lot more, you're able to make those outward connections so much better and so much deeper. And I'm speaking about that um, from firsthand experience. And it's material like this that really does get you there. So, uh, you know, a huge pat on the back to all of you who are listening to this type of material and trying to use it to better your life and better your connections with everybody out there and, and bring great things into your life. So I'm going to leave you with a song from Eula this time. I thought it was a great title to bring for the final book. This one's called The Final Level. Until next time, keep discovering the secrets of the universe, whatever that means to you. Gaining all of the life mastery that you can possibly gain throughout the course of your entire life. Don't stop learning. Keep your mind open to so many different concepts, so many different ways that you can possibly improve everything about your being and keep living. We'll see you next time.